everyone, it's Lindsay, and this is the inaugural episode of the Hand Me Up Club podcast. I'm, <laughs> I'm super excited to be here because I'm with two amazing people. I'm here with Autumn and Estefania, and they are fascinating. You've already just heard them laugh and get excited with me, and hopefully you're laughing and excited already too. Autumn is currently a costume designer and wardrobe supervisor at RWS Entertainment Group. She is originally from Orlando, Florida, and began her career in theater at the Orlando Shakespeare Center and Universal Studios Orlando. When not designing, she loves to spend time with her husband, Chris, and their miniature schnauzer, Winston, who's actually here right now. Yeah. He's chilling, though. He's being, he's being a good boy. Uh, and then my other guest is Estefania, and Estefania is from Ecuador. She studied visual communication in Buenos Aires, Argentina, before moving to L.A. to go to fashion school. She has always loved the arts, but her passion is in costume design, so she decided to move to New York City, where we all are right now, to fully pursue it. And she is also working at RWS, and she's a costume designer and wardrobe supervisor. She is a vegetarian, she has been for the last seven years, and she is also a dog mom to a dog named Luna. So, hi, Autumn and Estefania. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you guys were really excited and just jumped right in there like, woo! First episode! <laughs> so, I got a little bit of your, like, personal bios, but do you guys want to tell me a little bit? You both work at RWS, which just sounds kind of like random letters. Uh, so, if you want to <laughs> tell me what that is? Uh, so, RWS stands for Ryan W. Stan. So Ryan Stana is our CEO and founder of RWS Entertainment Group. He started the organization 15 years ago on his couch, as he likes to say, in his apartment, just making cold calls. And he really wanted to show that he could do entertainment better at theme parks. That was really his core of what he wanted to do. And so he started this company with his friend Amy Cannon, who is still a um, producer at RWS, and uh, they started kind of from the ground up, and it's grown and grown for 15 years, and I started three years ago as a contractor, and I became full-time, and we love making costumes for theme parks, cruise ships, and corporate events. So that is RWS, and I'm assuming that's how you guys met each other? Did you already know each other before that? No. No, okay. So we met. Um, I started as an intern with the company and very quickly um, fell in love <laughs> with Adam here. <laughs> we just click. Um, well, not really just at the beginning, but we did click after like three months in. I think. <laughs> after I was done with being an intern, I was hired to be a contractor. Um, then we worked together in, we had a chance, the opportunity to work in a really good event that is called Golden Tickets, which is... It's an award I ceremony. like to say that it's like okay. the Oscars. Yes, for the Oscars. The Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> for the theme park industry. <laughs> yeah. so we worked together. It was the first time that we worked in a project together, and it was just, we just click. And the rest is history, and now we're sitting here. I know Autumn because we used to work together at a much less fun job, <laughs> working in merchandising for Broadway shows with a bunch of crazy people. And it sounds much more exciting than it was. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like glitter and fun, but it's actually Times Square and trash. <laughs> How 
Michelle have you been waiting to say that <laughs> I just think it all the time I think working for a Broadway show it like you work at a musical you work at King Boots the musical and it's not like oh I work at a Broadway show it's like working at the King Boots store in the Broadway mall it's just mm-hmm. not glamorous and it's not fun at all <laughs> but it's definitely a good place to start if you just move to the city that's what I did so. True. Well, because it's all night hours and weekend hours, so you have time yeah. to figure out what you really want to do. <laughs> do you feel like you met, like, contacts when you were working there? Um, yeah. We met each other. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> yeah. And now we're here, so it clearly paid off. <laughs> well, and Jessie Booth, who we love. And yes. She's traveling right now. Yes. I'm sure she'll be on down the line. (laughs) So, and then obviously I met Stephania through Autumn, but I met you guys as like a duo, a costume making design duo. (laughs) But I know you guys because you guys approached me last year for a fashion show. It's called Dress for Action. But tell me a little bit more about A, what that is, because it sounds a little vague for what it actually is, and kind of how you were approached to be a part of that in the first place? So our CFO approached us um, with a project that he had heard about from a friend. And the friend's name is Matthew, and Matthew works at the Community Healthcare Network. And they were putting together this fashion show to raise awareness for HIV and AIDS prevention and treatment. And it was sponsored by One Condoms, Community Healthcare Network, and PrEP, and PrEP is a drug for um, preventing, preventing yeah. HIV. So we got an email saying, are you guys interested in doing a dress out of condoms? Of course. Of course. <laughs> we say, absolutely. Yeah, like, why not? So mm-hmm. we're just, we're very happy and excited from the beginning because besides being a good cause, I think it's once in a lifetime <laughs> opportunity to be asked mm-hmm. to do that. <laughs> Totally. Yeah, so we talked more with Matthew about uh, what this would entail, and it took place on World AIDS Day 2017, and it was so much fun, um, and Lindsay was our lovely model. <laughs> yeah, it was the first time I've done, like, a fashion show, and it was uh, it was the first time I'd worn a dress made of condoms, so iconic. And, and you're a rock star. And I think Thank you. only had one fitting. Yeah, it was, was just crazy. the one fitting. We had one mm-hmm. fitting, and then... That's it. <laughs> See, that doesn't sound that crazy to me, only having one fitting. Do you guys normally do a lot? Well, I think it was, I feel like other, all the dresses that were um, in the fashion show were amazing, but more, I feel like the other ones were more a little um, artsy, and ours was more like of a gown. So mm-hmm. to have a gown and just have one fitting, it's, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's very you you will have multiple for sure. Gotcha. Okay. So this dress, people who are not picturing it in their heads because they were not there a year ago. Mm-hmm. It was a top half that was made like entirely out of sort of layer. It almost looked like bird feathers you would see on like the chest of a bird, just like layered <laughs> condoms. And then it was this super long flowing bottom half that had these little like flowery butterfly looking condoms sewed to it it was made out of rubber yet it looked very delicate Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> which sounds silly, but it was so. What was the process of making a condom dress? Like, how many condoms <laughs> went in this? Can you sew through a condom? Does it just tear? Like, how does this work? Um, so I think from when we were talking to Matthew on the phone and getting more information, we were kind of both sketching and deciding kind of what our shape was going to be, and we wanted to just make a base gown to kind of apply the condoms onto. Um, and then yes. we were deciding on colors. Yes, so I think at the beginning we did try to get too many condoms that they were not available. <laughs> <laughs> I think we requested like... How many? 500 each? Many, no. many, many. Yeah, like 1,500 <laughs> of each. each color and um, like seven colors. They were probably thinking, <laughs> what are they thinking? Yes. So they said no. And then we just went to the office and they gave us, we just took whatever the most we could. We took purple, black, and was, blue. And light blue. Mm-hmm. So we there were those black. weird ones. They were like, they were like ombre condoms yeah. <laughs> went like black to green or something black and they didn't have black so we got black because it was, like, it was green and orange <laughs> it was like an irish flag okay we should make Jamaican. <laughs> oh no we did see those too <laughs> so we just cut the orange bit off and used the tip the green bit that kind of was dark enough to read as black with like a little bit of something special <laughs> yes Glamorous. Yes, so glamorous. Everything about that. High glamour. Um, and one condom donated all of the condoms. Thankfully, they were unlubricated and unwrapped, so that was one less step we had to deal with. <laughs> um, if they had been lubricated, like, what would you have even done? Would you have to, like, paper towel them all them or, like, wash them? Wash them, I think. But still, like, the oils and things, I think, will have been definitely more complicated. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that will stain whatever fabric, and it just would have been kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think our approach, like I said before, it was more like fashion. So we mm-hmm. did have fabric underneath. Uh, it was like a blue, beautiful organza. But I, other people were very artsy, and it was full on just <laughs> condom latex to the to the skin. Yes, was <laughs> a little more glamorous, I think. <laughs> Yeah, well, it made a really great dress. I feel like everyone was sort of... I was in the middle of the show mm-hmm. once it started, so people had seen really crazy things that looked almost like Big Bird on crack come out and walk down this runway. And so when I come out in this dress that actually looks like a dress, mm-hmm. people were like, ooh, it's so beautiful, it's so yeah. stylish. Because, like, I never... I don't think I ever asked you that when you were, like, wearing the dress... I loved the dress because it looked like a dress and it fit well. Despite this one fitting, it fit really well and it looked awesome. And you also had those really cool accessories with those starry boots and the ball necklace. And it was very fun. The most awkward thing, though, was just walking down a runway (laughs) by yourself. And it was also uneven and then when you got to the end you had to walk up stairs and I was just so nervous about the stairs I'm like oh my gosh I'm gonna fall I'm gonna rip this condom dress that they just made and I was also the music was Bjork so you can't like (laughs) music was Bjork and so 
great song, but it's not one that has this rhythm where you're like, mm, yes, yeah. yeah, strut, moving to the beat. It was kind of like, I'm gonna really slowly, languidly make my way down the aisle. I still have so much time. I'm gonna do a spin. <laughs> Just trying to add in as much time as I could, because everyone else really kind of put on sort of a gimmicky show with their song and their crazy costumes. One of the girls, didn't she yeah, she sang. Singing, like, she right? sang in the middle of her strut down the runway. I didn't have a song prepared. <laughs> so I just did a lot of twirls. <laughs> that, that was my solution. No song, just skipping and twirling and not tripping up the stairs. And just to get back to a question you had previously, each condom was sewn on individually by hand. Damn. Very couturous. Very couture. Okay, so... You can sew condoms. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good to know. In my head, I was like, why don't they just, like, rubber cemented these on here? No, we, in our head, we were going to do something different at the beginning, and then it, it, like, we thought it wasn't look amazing, and it looked terrible. So we did try different, like, techniques and different ways to see it, and then mm-hmm. until we finally were like, this is what it is. So it was a collaboration, I think, like, we're good we balance each other mm-hmm. because sometimes one is going all the way up and then one is like, no, <laughs> that looks crazy. <laughs> so I think there was a lot of that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we've talked condom dresses. I want to play a little game. It's basically called, can you make a dress out of that? All right. And now for our next round of, can you make a dress out of that? So this is kind of inspired by like anything but clothes parties or those duct tape prom dress contests where you make a dress out of weird things. So we've established you can make a dress out of condoms. This one's going to be an easy one. Can you make a dress out of meat? Well, I mean, I'm going to leave this for Autumn Loves Lady Gaga, so I'm going to just leave this to her. Um, Yes, clearly it has happened and it has worked and uh, I believe they have it preserved now, which, so now it's more of a beef jerky dress. (laughs) Ew. So gross. Yeah. All right. All right. Next thing. Can you make a dress out of parking tickets? Oh, for sure. Definitely. Hopefully you don't have so many that you could make a dress out of. But I feel like it would be such an statement to be like, fuck you, fashion. (laughs) (laughs) We're showing you fashion with this. Mm -hmm. But yeah, think about all the ones like with paper when you have those dresses with like newspaper and all that. Mm -hmm. Same thing. All right. Um, So hot button environmental issue here. Can you make a dress out of plastic straws? I think I have seen seen this. You have? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think he has showed up a lot in our Pinterest. Remember at the Met? Were you there? Like a few years ago, the Met had a an exhibit in their costume um, exhibit where they had gowns made of straws. Oh, did you see that one? Was that a specific designer, or it was just? I don't remember. It wasn't last year, but the year before. Well, I will look this up and I will include it in the episode guide. Yeah, I don't remember the designer, but yes. All right, could you make a dress out of crayons? Like if you melted it, used the wax from crayons, could you make a dress in there or would it just break? I think it has some paintings like that, so I'm, a sh- I'm sure. I'm wondering if you like dripped it on like canvas. Yeah, maybe not mm-hmm. like directly to the skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like the wax. <laughs> <How> <laughs> probably, yeah, probably if you put it in something. 
Yeah. All right. So. so here are some that are sort of trick questions, I guess. Can you make a dress out of milk? Milk? Yeah. You mean like the cartons? <laughs> or actual like liquid? Well, actual liquid. What if you made the dress out of clear plastic bags and then you filled it with milk? I know bags because they will like be, I think it should be something like it's stronger. You know, I can imagine, you know what I imagine as soon as you said that, like, you know, have you seen those ants farms? That mm-hmm. like, the little skinny, like, oh my gosh, so cool, yes. like that. Like, but filled with yes. milk. That would be so <laughs> cool instead of sand. All right, well, actually, so the segues, I guess, are not really because we're talking about it. But milk, there has actually been a textile that has been made out of milk. It's called Q-Milch. It was made in Germany, and it stands for, like, quality milk or quality milch, which is milk in Germany. Mm -hmm. And they take the, like, rancid milk, and they're able to turn that, like, the thickness of it into textiles. What? Isn't that That gross? But also kind of cool. Does it, do they mix it with something so it can last? No, it's the only textile that's made entirely without chemicals. So how is that not just like... Like rotted? Silk and it like, in like with the year passes and then the silk just like... Degrades? Degraded, yeah. I mean, it's very new. So maybe a year from now they will find <laughs> out that Q-Milch degrades very quickly. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah so that's coming out in germany and we've got one last one can you make a dress out of wine i want that dress (laughs) (laughs) i feel like it would be the same thing as the milk almost yeah now i feel like you're gonna have like something amazing with wine Well, the wine one is actually kind of undetermined yet. So there's a team at the University of Western Australia, and they're trying to take fermented wine and turn it into fabric. But if it's wet, (laughs) then it's just a really gooey dress. And if they let it dry, then it's, like, too... (laughs) And if they, like, dry it out, then apparently it's just too dry and it, like, cracks. So that one's kind of to be decided. I wonder if the level of alcohol or grape that they do it with is probably, like, affects if it's gonna stay or not. Oh, I'm sure. So, wine dress, TBD. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, wine dress, still to be decided. Milk dress... Don't know how we're going to keep that from (laughs) degrading. But how do we keep the things that we already have staying nice if they're not made out of milk? (laughs) So so you guys work in costumes. That means the stuff that you guys are making, people have to wear over and over and over again. And then they get recast and then someone else has to wear it over and over and over again. So how do you make something that's would normally just be a regular pair of jeans or a normal shirt that you would wear a handful of times in theory statistically a a handful of times last way more than that like what are your tips to make stuff last well um i would say if you're thinking about everyday maintenance and things like that washing and drying is kind of the enemy for your clothes. A lot of the things that are made now, I feel are very kind of, uh, the quality is not as good as it used to be. And so 
these cheap fabrics and cheap labor and all of this is causing a lot of the quality to go down so when you're washing it and drying it over and over again it's bringing even it's bringing the quality down even more of the clothing so it's not going to last as long so the pieces that i really love and that i want to keep for a long time i will hand wash and it will hang to dry or lay out to dry really the dryer is your enemy <laughs> so yes. that's definitely that's definitely one thing um that you that anybody can do i think like how you take care of your clothes is the most important thing like we have a show and someone is on the show just for 20 minutes we ask our performers to just put in the clothes before the show have the show and then take them off right away and then they can just spray them uh, we have different mixes that they can do they can do alcohol um, which is both <laughs> they can do both can water a mix and they just, just spray that that's good for odors as well and then they can also use just regular alcohol and water regular alcohol like, like medical out al yeah okay mm -hmm. and you can just like mix it is it 50 50 mm -hmm. yes 50 50 and then you just kind of like spray it and that takes off the odors and just like you don't have to wash them mm -hmm. as often and what's what's causing the odors is bacteria so when you sweat or when you know maybe you didn't shower this morning you're gonna shower later i don't know what your <laughs> life is <laughs> but um to get the bacteria is what's causing the odor, so you want to kill the bacteria so you can use, uh, like Estefania said, vodka, which is kind of a handy trick that I've taught so many people, um, or isopropyl alcohol 50-50 with water. Um, and you just turn the garment inside out, spray it, and let it hang dry overnight. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any other, anything else that I can do to make all the stuff in my closet last as long as possible? Sure. I always uh, would recommend dress shields so you can buy reusable ones that you can throw in the wash machine or wash by hand again. Hold on, what's a dress shield? A dress shield is a dress shield is basically a padding, kind of like a sh if you think of a shoulder pad that you would put. It's thinner. It's thinner, yes. That you would attach to the inside of your garment where your armpits are. Yes. 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 And then you can. Um, you have uh, the, the ones that you can just like. It's not paste, but you, they can like just stick. like stick. Like on a stick it, on or one. Or you can sew them, which mm -hmm. is definitely another thing mm -hmm. <laughs> to do. But so, and then you can just take the dress shields and wash them. That would make your garment. <laughs> your garment would not have to be washed as often. Um, and then one other thing that we were thinking about was deodorants have uh, aluminum in them. And when you use a regular deodorant, um, that's what's causing the yellow stains on white t-shirts or white mm -hmm. garments. Um, so we recommend using more of a natural deodorant or using a clear deodorant um, to avoid the white marks as well. Okay. Now that I'm thinking, I don't know if you guys have read it or not about it, but have you guys seen when people say that you can put your jeans in the freezer? Oh, I have. What? Z-Blog and they put it in this freezer. Yeah, there's, but I have never done it. Um, okay. But apparently once you take them out, they're going to go back to like the size that you're like, there's the a, best like, size. They're not stretched out? And the smell and like, all the odors are going to be gone. What? I've never done it but i have read it a couple of times mm -hmm. i've never even heard that yeah, before yes i think it's 
have like read it a couple of times. In the refrigerator or in a freezer? In the freezer. I have a lot of room in my freezer, and I was going to do laundry tonight, but now I'm kind of like, oh, well, what if I just put all the jeans in the freezer, and then I don't have to wash them? You should try it and let us know. Yes. Okay, I will try. I will let you know. <laughs> now I'm super curious. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, that was, that's actually a lot. I'm really curious. I have a lot of things in my closet that have actually lasted a really long time. I was realizing that last week when I was wearing my shoes from my prom. I was wearing a pair of leggings that I got for a band concert in eighth grade. And I was like, wow, these have actually lasted a really long time. But that's not the majority of stuff in my closet. So now I know how to make it last. Uh, what would you say is like the oldest thing you probably have in your closet? Whether you're wearing it or not. Maybe you're just keeping it for like sentimental reasons. But now I'm thinking like, ooh. My mom's like vintage items that I I take care of them. Like they are all like in like garment bags, and then when I wear them, as I clean them as soon as I wear them. So like they have a lot of love. Cool. I think that's why <laughs> they still look amazing. I do have a Bob Mackie dress that my aunt gave me that I wore for my rehearsal dinner before my wedding. Um, that's I think it's from the eighties. That's awesome. Okay. We're actually like getting out of time now, but thank you so much. I know, I know. Uh, but thank you because learned all about things you can make dresses out of and how to make the stuff I have last. And I'm sure other people are going to find this super helpful. Um, is there anywhere that people can find you if they want to ask you more questions or just find out about your awesome lives? Where can they find you or find your dogs or what's next for you? Sure. Um, so... I'm on Instagram at pincushionqueen27, and that's all one word. And Winston, if you want to follow him, is Harry Houdini Winston, all one word on Instagram. And I think Winston has more followers than us. He has many. Yes, he does. <laughs> My Instagram is Estefania underscore Zaza. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been this week's Hand Me Up Club podcast, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.